Welcome to the Books That Changed Our Lives podcast. I'm Tom, and I'm one of the teachers here at Intrepid English. I sat down with my fellow Intrepid English teachers to find out about their taste in literature. I could never have imagined the diverse and deeply personal responses that they would have. When my Intrepid English students heard about these interviews, they wanted to join in too. Now, these interviews were so compelling that they flourished into a four-part series, which I will publish every week of November. You will discover the books that changed our lives, the books we love and hate, what we're ashamed not to have read, yet, the books we believe are overrated, and the stories that made us cry. You are in for a treat. What book makes you cry? Victor Hugo, The Miserables. Left Tolstoy, Resurrection. Eric Maria Mark, Spark of Life. A Woman in Berlin, Anonymous. This book broke my heart. It is the autobiographical story of a period of eight weeks in 1945 as Berlin fell to the Russian army. The young female writer kept a daily record of her life in her apartment building as the final weeks of World War II close in around them all. The book depicts the complex relationship between desperate civilians and an occupying army and examines the human condition during times of war. It's an incredible book, but it will break your heart. The last book that made me cry was This Is Going To Hurt by Adam Kay. He has such an honest way of writing that it's hard not to empathise. The Kiss of the Spider Woman by Manuel Puig broke my heart in the best way. The novel, or script, depending on how you read it, is just conversations between two people imprisoned in Buenos Aires during the Argentine dictatorship. One is a communist who's been arrested for activism, and the other is a window dresser and film fanatic who was arrested for corruption of a minor. An unlikely romance forms through bonding over fiction as an escape from their grim reality. Just thinking about it makes me tear up. I won't say another word more. It Ends With Us by Colin Rover. The Boy in the Striped Pajamas by John Boyne. What book makes you laugh? Cats and Seascouts by Yoko Mure. She makes me laugh a lot. John Dies at the End by David Wong. It's a hilariously twisted science fiction novel that keeps you guessing, even though the ending is spoiled right in the title. This book got me into trouble a lot in school, because I would burst out laughing when reading it under the table. I remember really enjoying The Hundred-Year-Old Man Who Climbed Out the Window and Disappeared by Jonas Jonasson. Or recently I read Everything I Know About Love by Dolly Alderton, and some parts of that made me laugh. What book makes you frustrated? 
One of my friends recommended that I let one of Agatha Christophe's novels. I expected the book to be dramatic and exciting, but it was too long. I was frustrated. The truth will set you free, but first it will piss you off. Gloria Steinem. One of my all-time heroes. And the owner of the loveliest laugh I have ever heard. The reason this book fires me up is that it reminds me of the unnecessary struggles faced by women all over the world. Throughout her amazing life and career as a journalist and activist, Gloria Steinem's eloquence has empowered countless others, inspired hope, called out inequality and brought people together. Some highlights for me include Many are looking for the right person. Too few are trying to be the right person. The voting booth is the one place on earth where the least powerful and the most powerful are equal. The less gender-polarised the culture, the lower the degree of violence and the greater degree of democracy. There can be no true democracy with racism and without feminism. Okay, this is such an English teacher answer. But the most frustrating thing for me is a boring language textbook, or one with mistakes. It's not difficult to make languages and cultures interesting. Utopia by Thomas More frustrated me because it was written in 1516, but may as well be describing 2020. It's an account from an explorer who lived in a fictional island civilization, which he called Utopia because of its happy and prosperous people. It covers issues like gender roles, education, law and order, and countless other things that you still see in headlines today. I guess some things never change. What book do you like to read on a rainy day? A rainy day, how inspirational. If I had one free rainy day, I would want to read very dramatic novels. On the Move, A Life by Oliver Sacks I first encountered Oliver Sacks on one of my favourite podcasts, Radiolab. He seemed simultaneously brilliant, kind, articulate and fascinating. With so many facets to his unique personality, it's impossible to define him. He lived a fascinating life and wrote many books. I've chosen his personal memoir for this particular list, but I wholeheartedly recommend anything by Oliver Sacks. He was a neurologist, naturalist, historian of science, author, motorcycle enthusiast, traveller, and a devoted doctor who spent his career caring for, studying, and bringing awareness to the experiences of patients with neurological disorders. He wrote with incredible grace, giving humorous and magical first-hand accounts of the human brain. I emphatically recommend any book by Oliver Sacks. He really was a genius, and I will continue to read and reread his works for years to come. Dandelion Wine by Ray Bradbury is a collection of short stories set in a fictional town. 
It paints the town and its inhabitants perfectly. It's whimsical, and each chapter is short, so it's easy to dip in and out. The Perks of Being a Wallflower by Stephen Chbosky I especially like anything as an audiobook on a rainy day, because when the rain is coming down, there's nothing better than cooking something delicious whilst listening to an audiobook. Throughout November, we will be running our 30-day novel writing challenge. That's right, every day I will teach you snippets of the art of writing a novel and give you small, easily actionable tasks every day. I like to think of it as taking you by the hand through a secret garden, at the end of which lies your very first novel written in English. Yes, you can be a writer. In the words of Stephen King, if you want to be a writer, you must do two things above all others, read a lot and write a lot. I hope this interview and the 30-day novel writer's challenge will inspire you to do both. Thank you.